I'm Sarah Vine and this is Sarah Vine's Female Half Hour from Mail Plus. I'm joined this week and every week by my friend and co-host Imogen Edwards-Jones and this week we're recording on location at the luxurious piano bar in the even more luxurious Royal Garden Hotel in Kensington. I can't believe we've been let out I know. of the box. <laughs> we've been let out of the box. Yes. Let out of our box. It's very exciting. And our guest this week is the Hollywood film director, oh, yes. writer and producer Paul Feig. Paul's work includes Bridesmaids, Ghostbusters and Last Christmas and my personal favourite, which I have watched, The School for Good and Evil, because ah, I you, love that sort of thing. You which do. Is, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Which is on Netflix, which went straight to number one in 84 countries, probably largely because I spent quite a lot of time watching well, it. Well, there yes. you go. Entirely down to you. <laughs> Entirely Much down appreciated. To me. Uh, during lockdown, Paul hosted a daily cocktail show on Instagram, which was a smash hit, and now he's written a book appropriately titled Cocktail Time that combines a guide to making cocktails, hosting parties, and fun anecdotes from his life. The immaculately dressed Paul Feig is with us. Hello. So, can we just very quickly talk about the School for Good and Evil, which yes. I, I absolutely loved? Oh my gosh, you, you oh, made me so happy. And you were in Sabrina, the teenage witch. I was. I was Mr. Poole, the science teacher, <laughs> in the first season before they wised I, I up and, and wrote me out of the that, show. I, I absolutely love fantasy. I mean, Buffy oh. the Vampire Slayer. You do all that stuff. All that yes. stuff. Star oh, Trek. Fantastic. Yeah. You weren't in Buffy, were you? Nice. No, no, no. It was shooting around the time we were doing ours. <laughs> the rival. Yes. Um, so you're here for cocktails. So quite a big move from movies to cocktails. I suppose not. Yeah, we. <laughs> they, so they're what, very were tied together. what were you doing in lockdown? You just basically trying to sort of quarantine your way through. Yeah, well, because you know, we, I was shooting a pilot, a, a TV pilot, and right. uh, and we had to shut down. It was in North Carolina, so I had to fly, fly back to Los Angeles, mm -hmm. and was going like, well, I'm just going to be sitting around for months. I can get work done, but I kind of wanted to help out. Mm -hmm. But I'm a you know I'm a comedy guy, so mm -hmm. I guess I'll try try to make people laugh, try mm -hmm. to raise money for first responders. And I had all these old cocktail books, and I love cocktails, mm -hmm. but hadn't taught myself properly how to do it. So I thought. Maybe I'll just do it on, on Someone the show. said to me that you love Duke's Bar. Do you remember? Yes. You, yes. Imogen and I, when we were in our 20s, used to get regularly wazzocked. <laughs> yes. yes. The best martinis in London. And the strongest martinis yes, in London, certainly. too. Yes. So do you have that same thing about martinis are like breasts? <laughs> well, yeah, that's Alessandro Palazzi says. Yeah, yes. you get two. Two is right. Yeah, one is weird. <laughs> yeah. Two is perfect, and three are just plain odd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you have three of Dukes, you are on the yeah, on absolutely the, on the, ground. On the yeah. floor. Yeah, you are definitely so, on the so floor. So, uh, how did you start with the cocktails? Which ones do you start with first? Well, with martinis. I'm a martini fanatic. That's right. my favorite drink of the world. It's, gin it's, or vodka? Only gin. There oh. is no See, such thing I as a vodka there's martini. Going be, there's going oh. to be a big divide here because I'm a gin oh. girl and Imogen I'm is a vodka girl. Yeah. Well, that, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a martini is, a traditional martini is gin. But also, oh, I discovered yeah. quite recently, about three years ago, that gin is basically just flavoured vodka. Exactly. So that's me thinking I'm really sophisticated. You know, <laughs> no, you just like juniper. I'm just drinking, yes, exactly. Yeah. But that's what's so nice about gin, is there can be a million different flavour mm. profiles. Yeah. So you've got your own gin. I now, have my own gin, yeah. Ardingstall's Brilliant London Dry Gin. Tell us about that. You know, being a gin fanatic for decades, you know, I was always looking for the one I wanted, you know, would like the most, and never quite found the perfect one. Mm. So I always would say, like, if I could make my own, I don't know exactly what I wanted to taste like, and finally found these distillers at Minhas out of Canada, but we actually distill it in Wisconsin in the States, and made my own uh, uh, London dry gin, and, and we've won tons of awards. So, so what, what is the ingredients in dry gin? What, is it, what makes it a London dry gin? Do you just gin? take basic vodka? Well, ethanol, they call it, which sounds okay. very uh, clinical. Which like comes you put from where? Sorry, I'm quite interested in the Our, Ours is barley-based. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then it basically, so you put that into a big still, yes. and you put 
what is essentially a tea bag in there. It's this big thing called the basket, <laughs> and it's a metal case, and you you stack your botanicals, and it's how the order you stack them and what you put in there, and then you put it in, and uh, and it distills through there, and that gives it the flavor. Did you do lots of tasting while you were doing it? Yeah, this? tons of tasting. So the way that you do it is you kind of go in and say, here's the profile I want, here's mm. what I want to taste like, here's what I don't want to taste like, here's the ones I like, here's what I don't like, and they go off and do about eight different variations on that, bring those to you, you taste those, from there you whittle it down to another eight, you know, and they just keep bringing the variations down, so by the time you are ready to do it, you have like eight micro variations that you have to pick from. Hmm. And I've never been as drunk as I was the day that I had to <laughs> finalize <Exactly>. my yes. <laughs> recipe. You know, because it's nerve-wracking, because at first of all, you want to, you know, you're tasting all the different yeah. ones, and they're so, it's such small varieties. you get varieties. Well? Yeah, you do, and then once you just settle on it. you have, to have coffee it, in between. Uh, no, no, you just water, keep plowing through. Water, I presume, no? uh, Crackers. Oh, crackers, right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. Crackers and a bit of water. Right. But, you know, then I want to go, okay, now I want to make sure it works in a dry martini. I want to make sure it works in a dirty martini. Right. Let's see if it works in a Negroni. You know, so, yeah, so you're on the floor by the time you finalize it. But also, the weird thing is, when you've spent all that time sort of coming out with a very nuanced drink, and then someone just chucks a whole load of tonic in it. Well, I, I, here's my thing. Yeah. I, and I, this is heresy in this country, I know. I'm all about gin and soda. I, I don't like Yeah, but I mean, water. the point the point about gin and tonic is its tonic is there to disguise the disgusting gin. Yeah, exactly. It? In so the gin and soda you drink? Yeah, gin and soda God, with, with very... some I mean, lemon. The gin and tonic, the tonic thing, because my grandfather mm. drank gin and tonic. Well, it was also but from it was malaria, too. Right? Yeah. And he was in yeah. Burma during the war. That's why it's a malaria. large drink, yeah. isn't it? And so he would drink a lot of gin and tonic yeah. because right. of the quinine and the tonic. But so why does everybody worry about malaria now? They just keep doing it. It's fine. old habits Exactly. My problem with tonic water, and you can get low-cal, it's very sugary. It's very sugary. Very yes, high yes, in yeah. calories. So yeah. a gin and Although soda. Well, the fever tree well, has had that massive success. Yeah, hasn't it? I yeah. Mean, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. And it is actually quite nice there. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. And I, I like I like bitter, like you know, Campari do you do that pink kind of thing. Gins and things like that. A pink gin. I'm not a huge pink gin fan. Although yeah. Simon Rimmer actually just gave me one that he makes, and I thought it was very good. So What's if you the find pink the right in the pink gin? Bitters. Uh, yes, it's bitter, it? but it can be a little bitters. sweet though, mm. um, for my taste. Mm. So uh, it was like it's like old Tom gin. That that I think they add sugar. And what about Americans? Do they drink a lot of gin? No, they're very not into gin, and that's why I'm. My flavor profile is made almost for Americans to try to bring them into the gin yeah. market because yeah. I pulled back on the juniper a little bit because mm. I think it's that piney taste that puts mm. off a lot of mm. um, Americans who. Yeah, my thing is when you're younger and you go down to somebody's parents have like a bar in the basement mm. and you always go for the gin first for some mm. reason just to smell it and it just smells like yeah. pine cleanser because the gin here is a massive thing. I mean, you oh, can it's go huge. to. I mean, and also the other thing that really irritates me about it now is that you get it in a sort of bird bath. <laughs> no, they give it to these gigantic yes. glasses. Don't get me going on this. Okay, yeah. go. Well, because this is a very American thing, too. Yeah. You order a martini, and they're 10 ounces. Yes. It's ridiculous. It's, that's more than a third of a bottle of gin or vodka. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're on the floor. Yeah, you yeah. Can't And the other it. problem is that you want it to be ice cold. Yeah. Unless you chug it, mm. it's going to get warm. Mm. So, I, I like Duke's martinis, all those four ounces. Back in the old days when they used to have in Hollywood the three martini lunch, Lunch, mm. They were like an ounce and a half yeah. big. So, yeah. so it was like one normal. Because people always say, shot. People always yeah. say yeah. oh, my mother's generation, they all had two martinis, martinis at lunch. lunch. Yeah. But they were tiny. Yeah. In fact, if you look at glasses back then, yeah, much like smaller. a wine glass back then, it's teeny. Yeah. Oh, tiny, yeah, very, very yeah. small amounts. They weren't half as drunk as we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. But I mean, now you have these glasses. I had a gin the other day, <laughs> and it came in, like I said, this bird bath. Oh, yeah. And then there was this massive ice cube, yeah. which was like a sort of Titanic. Yeah. It was impossible. 
people to drink it. Because yeah, we talk about no, that gin and tonic. Yes, just so irritating. I know now they love the balloon glasses for gin and tonic. I like a just a like a highball glass exactly. So American drinking culture is very different from English drinking culture, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are still a puritanical country, and I have like I have a Mad Men idea. Yes, of American drinking culture. Well, that's yes and no. I mean, Mad Men, no. I mean, that's how kind of it was. People would drink back then, and then there'd be then the our country comes and goes through sort of a, a prohibition type thinking of like, oh, we all have to you know stop drinking because mm. it's bad for your health. Which, mm. Look, I totally get everything in moderation, but they always carried a little too far. Like in California. I mean, if you order a glass of wine at lunch in a business lunch, the looks you get. I mean, I had, I had oh dinner goodness. with a friend of mine yeah. from, who came over from LA recently, a guy called Sean McCauley, who's did a brilliant movie called Eddie the Eagle. Oh, yeah, yeah, I that love film? that movie. Yeah. Anyway, he said that there's a load of secret drinking that goes on oh, in LA. And that he has, like, there's a wine lockup where mm. he goes and he keeps all his wine, what? and then all these other people keep their wine there, and yeah. then they all go and they all drink secretly. Is this right? <laughs> oh, knows. no, it's very true. Well, he, I mean, the problem with LA is it's a car based city. Like, right. you, everybody true. has to drive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why nobody could drink. Right. But with the, the, you know, the invention of Uber, mm. it's yeah. actually changed the city, and there's yeah. a lot more drinking the Uber going is bad on. for your liver. <laughs> that should be their new motto. So tell me, so in your cocktail journey, we were talking to our friend Santa, who mm. I think is also your friend. Good friend, Santa. And she said that you had made a cocktail for King Charles. Yes. Tell us what that did you make? Well, he was a Prince Charles at the time yes. uh, for my 60th that birthday. That doesn't diminish it. No, yeah. no, exactly. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah, she, she lined up a tea with uh, he and I and, and her husband Seabag and my yeah. wife Lori yeah. at uh, Highgrove. And so it, she had let him taste my gin before and right. he liked it. Mm-hmm. So this time it was going to be, oh, I want to make a martini for him. So we had an hour and a half tea and it was lovely. He's so fun and funny and all that. And then at the end it was like, uh, can I make a martini? He'll be off the course. And so I made a martini for the now king. How exciting. Did exciting. he like it? Was it he a did. dirty he martini? <laughs> yeah. No, I make a very clean martini. I make oh. it very dry with a with oh. lemon twist. And how okay. much vermouth do you put on it? A drop. A drop. Literally a drop. It just walks past the glass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you need just enough. It's like when you have a, like a single malt scotch. You want to put like yeah. a drop of water to open it up. That's yeah. what the and did you, I have to ask you, did you get the bow correct? Oh, I screwed up the bow so badly. Because I had, so I would like to knit drop that I also had dinner once with Prince Charles. Here, here. Also, thank you, Sister Santa. And Santa gave me about three weeks coaching of how to curtsy. And the curtsy yes. beforehand. Yeah. Literally, I had to go around and do curtsying lessons, which <laughs> I did. I was, yeah. Anyway, came to the day, I bobbed. It was <laughs> oh, a no. Because well, did the nerves take uh, over? The nerves took over. Well, yeah. It's nerve-wracking, Yes, I bet. Well, my friend Tom Chamberlain, who who's the, runs the Rake magazine, he kept doing the same thing. He would drill me on, like, you snap the head down. So yeah. it's like, uh, nice to meet you, your Royal Highness. Nice right. to meet you, Royal Highness. It's like you're hitting like you off. Exactly. So I'm all sat. There he is. And I come in there. He is Did standing there. So no, <laughs> worse. I go, nice to meet you. And like, I, I, all the air went out of my throat when I snapped my head down. And I looked up like, oh, is he going to like behead me or something? And he laughed and said, it was nice to meet you too. Yeah, no, he must just spend his life laughing at people. Yes, yes. Well, he's such a lovely guy. I mean, he's really. No, he's a very nice man, actually. He's a very nice man. Camilla's fabulous as well, I have to say. She's such, she wasn't she's very there that day, warm but... and funny. And yeah. likes a drink. There yes. Well, and then we like her. Yes, yes. <laughs> so what other cocktails did you discover in your lockdown I love a white list? lady. 
Oh, white ladies are lovely. Lady. Yeah, David that's Cameron in the book. used to make a fabulous. Yes, white he makes lady. a very good white lady. Yeah, those are great. I mean, I discovered a lot of drinks that I really loved. Uh, I really got into dessert drinks. Oh, yeah, you? yeah, What's that? like like Instead grasshopper. What's a grasshopper? Oh, oh, grasshopper is it's uh, well, they're all heavy cream based. Yeah. So if you're lactose like intolerant, look out. Exactly. No. That's creme de menthe, and Ooh, uh, I think it might be. Crumb de cacao. I'm not. I forget. I, the What's exact the one that has? Um, I once drank seven of them in the Savoy Bar, <laughs> which one? And, and then was quite ill afterwards. I think it's cream. It's a cream base. Was it a brandy Alexander? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they're delicious. Brandy they're Alexander. Fabulous. They go down so smooth. I honestly drank seven. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. totally. But, well, they're quite. Yes. Also, I've had to stop drinking cocktails because I find the problem with cocktails is that I can drink them faster than my liver can process right. them. Right, yeah. yes. And that's the real danger with cocktails. So you have to yeah. pace yourself. Well, that's why I like martinis, because yes. you know what you're drinking. Yeah. It's not covered up by a bunch mm. of stuff. Yes, mm. that's true. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, champagne cocktails, delicious. Yes. With a little... Uh, my little sugar in there. Yeah, yes, exactly. delicious, mm. yeah. So what, what would you recommend, then, for your ultimate Christmas cocktail? Uh, well, I invented one, oh. uh, yes, uh, called uh, Last Christmas, based on my movie, Last oh, yeah. Christmas. Yes. Which I haven't seen, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. It's, it's becoming very popular, yes. weirdly, over the last couple of years. Um, and it's, it's just gin and creme de cacao, and uh, I believe it's a creme de menthe. Oh and my God! Nice. So it's green. No, well, no. I use the clear creme de menthe. Oh, okay. You can use the green you if you want to be a little more Christmas. It's quite yeah. interesting. You say your film is becoming popular. That's the thing about streaming now, isn't it? Is that films yeah. have an afterlife that they yeah. never used to have before. Yeah, and it's also just like time peels away. Yeah. <laughs> Bad but reviews and all things, that. But people watch things over and over again. Yeah. Now. Well, I particularly mean, if it's a Christmas movie. Well, yeah. That's I mean, the that's the that's the point. Is yeah. that you, you sit down be, and let's watch a Christmas. You film. want to become the perennial Christmas film. But no, I get more and more messages every year of like, oh. We're watching it again. It's like, oh, that's, that's nice. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. People go back and you back always it. hope that will happen. <laughs> yes. yes, that's true. Yes. Mm. And so you're famous for working with women in comedy mm. in America. Why is it, do you think, that women, it's so difficult to be a funny woman? Because people well, often don't like women who are funny. They think they're snarky or annoying or rude or right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's only what people bring to it because all the women I know are so funny. You yeah. Know? I mean, Santos hilarious. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, no, but all these funny women that I work with, it's just I think men just have an issue with it sometimes. I think <laughs> the thing is that to be funny, you have to be quite confident, and yeah. generally that used to be a sort of male preserve. Oh, probably of yes. The confident male. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. that women are getting more and more confident, which we are annoyingly. Yeah. No, no we love it. Yeah. Um, so, so I think you know to tell a joke well, you have to really have yeah. a lot of balls, don't you? Well, yeah, in a but, funny but, kind of a way. But men just have to deal with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, women are funny. You got this guy's got to go yeah. over yeah. this, you know. No, because it, because it, I remember writing a book when uh, I got a review back from somebody saying it sounds like you're snarky. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, why are women snarky? And men oh. are funny. Call the double standard. It is yeah. a double standard. Yeah. Well, isn't do you know it? Kathy Lett, my good friend Kathy? Very Lett? well. Yes. Yeah. I mean, who's bodier than Kathy? Lett? Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. she's so funny. But yes. I, you know, if she was a guy, we'd be like, yeah, you know. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, it, it's so every time I've been on like press tours, all my actresses get get like hounded by the press, I'm like, why? So why they say women aren't funny? It's like, yeah. oh my god, leave it. Like, but also, get there's past this them. notion that that if you're a funny woman, you're not an attractive woman. Yes. I mean, I think Hollywood is quite sort of categorizes females quite effectively. Well, doesn't 
isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, Hollywood, in com- you know, has been terrible for women in comedy. Yeah. And it didn't used to be that yeah. way. You know, if you go back in the 30s and 40s, the women yeah. and the men were very equal yeah. and funny. And then... I mean, Mae West had some great lines, Oh, my goodness, yeah. Mae West. And I mean, she was a sort of sex pot and funny yeah. and sharp. I mean, and Catherine you know. Hepburn. Yeah. And, I mean, just the list goes on of these women who are just so... But actually, that movie, Bringing a Baby, which is one of my favorite yeah. comedies of all time, bombed when it first came out because people were so put off by her performance really? that she was so forward. Yes, and, and too, I, too strong. Yeah, and yeah. it's just hilarious. But um, no, it's really the it's when we moved into the seventies and beyond, mm. movies became very much for fifteen-year-old boys. Became kind of the target audience, and yeah. so because of that, ooh, girls, you know, so it had to be the women all had mm. to be either just you know sex objects By or the oh, yeah, or, or, yeah, or the mean yeah. wife, the yeah. mean mom, or fat. Because yeah. I mean, so you know, women, sort of funny women, are always the fat ones, yes. right? Right. And exactly. uh, aren't they the fat friend who's the funny one? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, so you know, I, it was, I just want to keep making movies, female-led movies, just mm. to. You know, to show guys that look, women are funny. I mean, Bridesmaids did really well. Because... Oh my god, that is my favorite film of all time. By Thank the way, you. She's particularly the diarrhea scene. Oh, there. <laughs> there you go. We'll see, there you go. The right. diarrhea scene is just a genius, and also the sort of I like the airplane, the airplane scene. Yeah. Yes, no, it's, it's so very, fun. very, very funny. No, but I think a lot of guys kind of got dragged to that movie by their wives and going, "Oh, it was a chick flick," which is a Beatrice, term I um, hate. But then they realize it was funny. Imogen's new. I nearly called you Beatrice. Oh, you just called just. Beatrice is my daughter. Yeah. Oh, Imogen's well, new nice. book. It's about women on the on the on. The, I love the idea of women on the edge. On women the on the edge, but yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's called. Have you got anything stronger? Have you got any? Have you got anything stronger? <laughs> well, you, maybe you should do a special cocktail. <laughs> well, I should. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah, let's, let's do it. Idea. I'll do one. Go yeah, on, bring it on. Excellent. Anything stronger? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, but what was it like doing bridesmaids? I mean, how did it? It was quite happen? groundbreaking, actually. It was extremely yeah. groundbreaking. Really it's extremely funny. I mean, I remember it sort of spawned a whole genre of. Funny. Yeah, well, I mean, we were we really put to the test when we were making it because yeah. you know the whole town kind of went went on hold, waiting to see how our movie was going to do. Because mm. I have a lot of female friends who are writers who are pitching female-led movies because oh, of ours, oh, and the, they they would always be told, well, "We have to wait and see how Bridesmaids does." Oh, Which how unfair is that? Yeah, very. I mean, you know, yeah, no movies starring men yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, be no brave, more movie guys. for men. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, fortunately, we did well. Yes. Yeah. How did you get it? How did you pitch it? Yeah. Well, it was actually uh, Judd Apatow, who's, uh, you know, I worked with on Freaks and Geeks yeah. and all that. Yeah. He did a movie with Kristen Wigg called right. Knocked Up. And yes. she was so oh, funny. Was yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. she was so funny in it. And he just had her write a script. And, and Universal was into it, um, you know, because it wasn't expensive. Mm-hmm. But it still took a number of years to kind of get it going. And how did you find all the other women who, who you cast oh, in it? So funny. I mean, Aren't they brilliant? They're yeah. so brilliant. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, here, this sums up Hollywood in a nutshell. I had some male producer say to me when I, he knew I was going to do this, he said, Boy, get ready on that set. You're going to have six women there. There's going to be fights and all this stuff. I was like, what are you talking about? It was the most wonderful set. So much fun. Everybody cliche. got along. It's such a cliche, and that's what you fight against in Hollywood. Is that it'll be on that their thinking. period? It'll be awful. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and all the cat fighting. It's like, what is this, Dallas? <laughs> yes. Oh my God! How amazing! Because you're right. Because Hollywood did go through that phase of just really making basically Tarantino movies. Yeah, it just. I mean, it, I love it, Tarantino. Right, but, you're but right. it just became very yeah. male and very like again. There was that that 15 year old boy target yeah. audience they wanted, and so you you know you can't portray anything 
three-dimensionally if you get no. into that mode. No, there's only really one story, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, yeah it usually yeah, involves so, guns and drugs. Yes, and they're saving the world or and somebody wants to take yes, over the world. Yes, or some poor woman who's been kidnapped yes, or exactly. abused yeah, so must, must or, or locked yeah. up in a room yes. with no electricity or something. So should we, do, should we have a cocktail? I think we should. Yes, yes, please. And um, also, can I ask you one question? Yes. Because I'm always thinking I'm going to have a cocktail night. I'm going to sit at home and get all my cocktails ready and we're going to have a proper night in with cocktails and I've got actually I will now get your book but I did have the Savoy cocktail book the very old one which is amazing but what do you actually need in your cupboard to get going because I've never ever got the right stuff. Very good question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, here's What's the, the essentials. Right. The, I, I, to me, the essentials are. Is a bottle of Artingstall well, yeah, gin. gin. That's really all you need, Obviously, right there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I must say, has a beautiful. I mean, we've got one here. It's got the most beautiful label. Yeah, thank and you. And the most beautiful bottle is yeah. behind you. Yeah. No, and I designed that. I mean, it's we, you we designed gorgeous. all that yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be cool. like. A is there classic, nothing you can't do? I'm, I'm just. A I mean, you are a Renaissance man. That's me. That's me in a nutshell. No, I mean, for, for your bar, I talk about it in the book, yeah. it's like, it's very, it's slippery slope with right. booze bottles, because yeah. you could end up with a gazillion, which well, I have. That's the problem, yeah. But I think, just get the basics. Yeah. You want, you know, vodka, gin, mm. rum, tequila, yeah. and get mixers. So, if you're going to have people over, yeah. you know, then you can, yeah, soda, or club soda, or, you know, fruit juice, whatever it is, yeah. then you can at least make a myriad of drinks for people right. that they'll be happy with. Then, what you want to do is, you want to get a little more specific, pick like three cocktails that you want to do. Cocktail menu. Yeah, that's Hand exactly that to it. your guests. Right. Yeah. Laminate it. Right. right. Also, I the other thing you could do is you could go on Vinteria, which is my favourite website. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. buy one of the many, many yeah. cocktail cabinets that you yes. can now get for actually not very much money. I've at got all. a cocktail yeah. cabinet. I, know you have. I just haven't got have. any cocktails in but it. It's no, amazing. It, it's amazing how that whole 1950s mid-century oh, cocktail yeah. culture. Yeah. You, you find them everywhere. Glamorous they're and gorgeous, wonderful. and you open yeah. them up and they light up, and you have all your bottles mm. and glasses. I've got that, but I just haven't got. So what drinks? So I need. So I've got the vodka, the gin, the yeah. Angostura bitters. Angostura, yeah, bitters. have your bitters there. Okay. But, but honestly, you're right though. Pick the like the cocktails that you like. What, like you like three Man- or four. you like a Manhattan. Yeah. You know to get you know your bourbon and, yeah. your, and your sweet vermouth. And yeah. if you want to, and then expand that into a, like, a Negroni. So then if you got gin, and then you have already got the sweet oh, and and vermouth. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, so good. We make a yeah. bottle of Negroni too. Actually, oh, do through, through oh my god, then you get absolutely plastered on one of those. Oh no, totally. They're very dangerous. They are very dangerous. What are they? It's gin and sweet vermouth and some sort of an Italian bitter. It's usually Campari. It's basically just straight gin. Uh, no, well, it's, it's all <laughs> yes. booze, I tell you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's a triple booze shot. <laughs> right. There's no sort of fanning around with that one. <laughs> well, there's up to slice of orange. Yes, that's, that's true. That's, yes, that's, 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 that's one of your five a day, right there. <laughs> there you go. No scurvy for anybody who wants <laughs> yeah. to drink that. <laughs> but yeah, pick out your favorite uh, cocktails and get the ingredients for that. Then you'll find, and if you go through my book, like there's certain ingredients that just kind of show up all the time. Mm. Yes, like exactly. Like curacao yeah. or, you Oh, there know, you go. Okay, yeah, right. That kind of thing. Yeah. And, just, and then you'll slowly expand. But yeah, yeah now my house back in, in the States literally looks like a test kitchen. It's just a million bottles because because I I, I find obscure recipes. Mm. Oh, I must have Komal and I must have yeah. Swedish yes. punch yes. and you know then and, and the creme de everything. There's a but million. I think in the seventies they had many more yes, varied I mean, drinks. My the, father was a yes. big Kummel yeah. drinker. If you go remember yeah. after your father died you brought all his drinks back oh to your house. Oh my god she, hundreds of when them. When her father died she literally brought these yeah. bottles of there was some sort of green chartreuse. Green chartreuse. Oh no, no, no green and yellow chartreuse yes. so you can get two 
different colors. Yes. What is screenshot trends? I mean, no one knows. But I mean, but people it's like used to very it. strong. It's, got a, it's very. My father used to drink it after awful long. Yeah. I mean, it would it's in the Jägermeister world. Yes. Yeah. It was survival. Yes, really. it totally would. We got one. It came in the biggest bottle. I mean, it's like a lifetime supply. Yes. It's rocket fuel. All, yeah, all you need is one drop and boom, off you yes. go. Yes, you can sort of fall asleep with it resting on your porch. <laughs> <laughs> and it burns through your chest <laughs> yes, eventually. Yeah. Right. Yes, you could do your drains with it. Yes, <laughs> yes you could. Yes. There, was a, there was a craze about avocados. another one. Yes, avocado, egg-based. Ugh. Ugh, disgusting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when my grandfather came to visit once about 40 years ago in Italy and he was an alcoholic because he was in Burma and drank mm, yeah. and right. we, we locked away all the drink but someone left the avocado out and he oh, drank the oh. entire thing and I, he was so oh. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> is there anything you won't drink Paul? Um, I mean there's the, uh, no. <laughs> actually no yeah. <laughs> beet borscht <laughs> I won't drink beet borscht <laughs> there you go okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean aquavit I'm not a huge yeah, fan of no. that uh, absinthe I, I, so, I've had a few absinthe is great there was absinthe. huge yeah, absinthe yeah. craze a green meanie mm-hmm. a green meanie yeah. is yeah. a great cocktail yeah, oh, you yeah. get absolutely plastered a friend of mine had about seven of those and then walked home from the Met Bar right. and but directly so through people's gardens oh. like, literally, <laughs> just straight lines just straight <laughs> plowing line. through walls like yeah. Superman yeah. Like, yeah. no I, I was in a, making a movie in Bulgaria and, oh, and yeah. this was back in 2002 so I read all the stories about absinthe but never had any and so they had it there and they did the whole thing where they put it you know you put a, a mm. lump of sugar on top and you light it on fire and you pour it through that and all that so I had it thinking this like oh this forbidden thing and I was like this is kind of just minty this is fine so I had like three went yeah. back to my hotel room woke up the next morning 12 hours later fully clothed face down on the bed like <gasps> what happened oh my god yeah it just it's something in there man well you can see wood. why he chopped his ear off can't you <laughs> totally <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the green fairy or whatever they call yes, it yes the yeah. green fairy exactly mm-hmm. but there's that problem of you being able to drink it faster than your body can process it yeah yeah, yeah. but that's the problem when it, when it tastes too smooth yeah you know. exactly yeah I also don't know what the, there is something special in, a, in absence that does send you yeah. over the it was Toulouse Lautrec who drank the yeah it, exactly it? yes yes crazy. no and Van Gogh which and is why I chopped his yeah. Off, yes. But they say it's wormwood, apparently, was supposedly well, the... Well, that makes you go blind. Yeah, but I, that's always read that ideal. that was in there. Exactly. Yes. Let's no, that's not that. ideal. That's like, no. Suboptimal. Well, that's like that <laughs> bathtub gin or whatever where they're pouring turpentine in and all that. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, moonshine. Yes, yes. exactly. No yeah, they make it. that in Russia. It's Samagorn, which is oh, homemade really? stuff, yeah. Uh, and you're supposed to drink it. You have it in a shot glass, mm. and then you have your chaser in the other hand so that when you drink it, your eyes are watering so much after you've drunk <laughs> the Samagorn that you won't be able to find the other glass. Oh. So you have to have them in the oh. other hand. Oh, my gosh. In order to make you uh, feel better. So, so it's a healthy drink, is what you're it's saying. It's great. Oh, very yeah, good. Yeah, and you can polish your shoes with it. Well, that's like when you go to, you know, like in Greece or, you know, in Eastern Europe, they have that uh, rakia oh, that you God. start the uh, meal with. That yeah. is, oof, that's, no, that's horrible. That's rough yes. stuff. Yeah. Iraq. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Well, uh, uh, they can, some, some places they call it Raki, Rakia, oh, okay, some places yeah, Raki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and in, in, in Budapest, there's another one that's very kind of sweet. And, and then in uh, Italy, strong. they have awful things like limoncello, which oh, is Oh, I love yeah. that. I do love my limoncello. I love limoncello. <laughs> I, that is a it's secret. Always a good killer. idea at the end of an evening, a limoncello. And a Sambuca, which <laughs> yeah. just sets fire to your nose. Yes, yes. yeah. Well, that, I, I'm not, I don't like uh, licorice, so I don't love no. Sambuca. But yeah. what's nice about limoncello is that's how you know if the waiter likes you or not. That's true, yes. He'll bring you a 
free lemoncello yes, if they exactly. like it. Yes, yeah. exactly. But they have that in uh, Spain as well, that hierbas. Hierbas. Hierbas, oh, which yeah. is basically a digestif. Mm. But you know you're going to have a terrible hangover the next <laughs> well, day. No, totally. Yeah. Well, that's the, thing, the evil it's thing about lemoncello. Yeah. It, it's grain alcohol, so yes. it's, it's like a rocket fuel. But it always feels like a brilliant idea. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, it's a yeah, dessert. Yeah, a little cheeky lemoncello. <laughs> Although a lemoncello <laughs> spritz is very good. The Italians oh. have a wonderful pudding. We're talking of pudding cocktails, uh, which is a sgroppino. Have you ever oh, heard of that? Oh, I love sgroppino. It's our favorite. Oh, my gosh. A sgroppino is a um, champagne glass. Yeah. It's a flute mm. full of um, Well, it's, ice. it's vodka and then um, lemon sorbet. gelato. Lem- lemon sorbet. Yeah, I, lemon sorbet. Sometimes it's lemon sorbet. Sometimes it's lemon ice cream and mm. and it's frozen and it's just it, delicious. They whip it up yes. and yeah. Delicious. We, 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 we had been told about this years ago mm. and my wife and I, we were going to Italy. We went all around Italy one trip asking for a grappino. Mm-hmm. We thought it was called a grappino. And I was like, what, Scrapino. sir, what is that? What is that? We have no idea. We have no idea what we're talking about. Finally, we you know it's scrappino. It's like, oh yes. It's like, really? You couldn't figure out from grappino no, that we're just missing have an ass? Have you ever had zabaglione? <laughs> oh yes. Yes, that's oh, delicious. Yes. That is Yes, oh, it's fantastic. Yes. No, no. And that the chef always gets cross if you ask for a Zabaglione. Oh, it's hard work. It's very hard work. One of my favorite restaurants in New York is called Il Tonello, and they actually make it table side for you for a for really? dessert. Yes. Okay, well, next time in New York, never. I'll come and, I'll come and have one. <laughs> <laughs> never, never go to New York. Never go anywhere. Really. Uh, oh, no. Um, so, um, will you make time? us a cocktail? Yes, so please. It's, it's only... 11 o'clock in the morning. I know, but I it's, it's Christmas, Christmas shopping to do. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yes. It's coming up on noon. Yeah. Come on, yeah. that's right, right? Perfect. What are you going to make for us? Uh, we got uh, three cocktails today. Oh, three. Um, yeah, one oh. called The Avenue, oh. uh, one called uh, Satan's Whiskers, oh. and then a, a dessert drink that I invented myself called the Michigan Bonbon. Brilliant. Okay. Excellent. Let's start with uh, The Avenue yeah. here. So, okay, okay, so I'm going to let you try this. Uh, in this, uh, we got one ounce of bourbon, right. one ounce of Calvados, which is uh, your apple brandy, yes. yeah. one ounce of passion fruit juice, yes. a dash of pomegranate, Grenadine. Wow. And wow. then a dash of orange flower water. Okay. Wow. There Can I go, go first? Because you've got a cold. Yes, go. May I? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't want to catch your cold. Uh, no, I don't think any germ is going to survive this drink. No, well, that's what I always think. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's delish. Is it? That's really is delicious. It is that's a passion, have a go. Is that an olive or a maraschino? That, that is a maraschino. Can I eat a that? Proper, yes, you can. A proper I love maraschino. A maraschino. Have a go. Yes. Not is it maraschino or maraschino? Eh, if you're real fancy, you can say maraschino. Mm. Oh. I say maraschino because oh, I'm an American. Exactly. Mm. Well, and, and that's you know that's a thing I talk about in my oh. book. Don't that's you quite like? punchy. Yeah, <laughs> the, you got the apple brandy coming, really coming in the did. rear there. Exactly. Wow. You always hear about maraschino cherries, yeah. but then there are those horrible like nuclear red ones. Yes. Yeah. Those don't eat those. That those are not delicious. real maraschino that cherries. That was really delicious. That's a real cocktail cherry. I've eaten it now. You can't. So. No, no, no. Just suddenly, I'm about to look at it. It's all gone. That is delicious. You can have the orange peel. Excellent. Yeah, that is delicious. Good. Yeah. It, yes. it's, it's really nice because it's really not sweet. Yes. Yeah. That's what I like. But it's also yummy. Well, I think Boxing it's, day morning. Yeah, whoever invented that, it's a real brilliant to kind of put apple brandy together with yeah. passion fruit juice. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Really, really nice. Okay, good. Very good. So now let's move on. Let's go Satan. down to hell yes. and have the Satan's Whisker. Okay. What's in that? Um, in Satan's Whisker, there is gin, mm-hmm. uh, half ounce of gin, half ounce of dry vermouth, a half ounce of th- sweet vermouth. So right there you've got a Negroni. Right. Okay. But then into that we put a half ounce of fresh orange juice. Then two teaspoons of orange. Yes, that's your five a day. Exactly, mm. and then two teaspoons of orange curacao or Grand Marnier, whichever you want to do. Crikey, that's a lot. Okay, I'm not going to have a too lot much. Going on. Exactly, <laughs> and then uh, orange bitters. Uh, one wow. teaspoon of orange bitters. Mm-hmm. Very orangey, I imagine. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite smoky. 
Yeah, there's a little bit of it. Kind of yeah. works its way in there, I think, it's, between the removes. It's quite, and... it's quite sort of. Um, yeah, it does. It's not what it looks like it's yeah. going to be. Try it. I think really the orange bitters gives delicious. it that too. It's quite yes, it's quite bitter. Yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, it's it's named after the devil. Yes, so. <laughs> but it looks like it would be like the devil. It looks like it would be lovely and sweet, <laughs> but actually, it's not. It's quite. It's got oh. a real punch. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi-oh. <laughs> yeah. No, you go, definitely, yes. you would only have one of those. Yeah, that, that will, mm. that will Or no, on. actually, I'd probably have a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> but once you've started, there's, you it's go. rude not to, isn't no, it? That's right. It's the Dorothy yes. Parker quote, I, right? think also, I think also if you were making the cocktails, you'd have to not have one. Because um, if you did, then that would be, I think, the road to well, the, <laughs> the passion fruit is very nice in that, weirdly. Which well, is, this is the orange juice in this. Oh, it's yeah, the orange yeah, juice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I never trust a, a chef who doesn't eat his own food. Well, so. Yes, I know, but I think if I had one of those, then I would sort of lose my kind of function. Yeah. Your <laughs> mixology. <laughs> yeah. I think I might yeah. just start pouring everyone, just pouring all gin and tonics <laughs> and telling them to get on with it. But isn't that a great party, though? <laughs> <laughs> party. That's delicious. It's really nice. Oh, good. I'm glad yeah. you like it. I'm that, I, that, it's quite dark, isn't it? I prefer that one to that one. Do you? You see, I prefer that one to that one. Oh, okay. Oh, good. This worked out perfectly. Yes. <laughs> but I'm quite. Uh, this is the one I. Yeah, well, yeah, now, yeah. Now you have the, to like almost cleanse your yes. palate mentally. Because I love a brandy Alexander, and that's kind of mm. giving me brandy okay, Alexander. That looks like a pud. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it is basically. Yeah, no, I you look got like here. a pud after I've eaten mm-hmm. it. Exactly. So this is your one. This is mine. I invented yeah. this exactly. Now you got What's two. What's it called again? It's called a Michigan bonbon. Michigan. Uh, Michigan is where you can wear your. I'm from Michigan, and yeah. Michigan we're famous for our cherries. So, oh. uh, so I, there's a little cherry in here. Um, okay. And it's basically it's two ounces of fresh hot espresso, and you can use decaf mm. or use regular, whatever you prefer. I have to have decaf myself because mm. uh, that's. Uh, that's kind of guy I am. Because you're from America. Yeah, I'm from America, and I can't handle it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then one ounce of uh, dark creme de cacao. Yeah. Wow. Half ounce of cherry hearing or any other kind of yeah. cherry liqueur yeah. you might mm. want to have. And then one and a half ounces of heavy cream, mm. which you actually, uh, you can get uh, like a lactose-free. Do we need a spoon? Heavy cream now. No, you do not need a spoon. You can you just drink this. You could use all sorts of lactose. There's all sorts of alternatives. Lactose-free. Honestly, what's the point? You may as well just have the cream. <laughs> there yes, you go. I agree. Yeah, exactly. I'm all about the cream. <laughs> and, we, and we mix it. So you kind of shake this up to get it yeah. frothy, and then you put uh, ground cinnamon on top. Oh my god, it looks so good. Okay, so I'm going first. It is that a is, dessert that's drink. Christmas in a cup. It is, it is Christmas in a cup. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> I hope mm. you like it. Mm. Oh my god, it gives you a moustache as well. <laughs> <laughs> it is separated a little bit. <laughs> that is so delicious. Is it? Mm. Yeah, I'm very Go proud for of two. It. I have to say, of you all the drinks I've invented, this yeah. one I'm very proud of. Mm. How many mistakes did you make along the way before you got to that one? Mm. Um, that one actually fell together pretty well. I, I originally did it without the cherry hearing. It's delicious. It's really, and I've got oh. cinnamon. And when do you? And when do you? Uh, when and when do you make these at home? Uh, for for a dessert, actually, my wife will, will call. Could one, you freeze it and then have it with a spoon? Uh, I don't know how that would freeze. Actually, I mean, with all the booze, I guess it would just get really cold. I don't know if it would get. Um, like a granita. It's so nice, isn't it? <laughs> it's really oh, delicious. delicious. That's a Which sneaky my one. Side. That's a sneaky one. Mm. I guess you could almost kind of make it into a granita, maybe. What I was going to say, oh, yeah. yeah. It's the cinnamon on the top, which is delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And th- these were all in stages too. Again, the cherry hearing. The cherry came in because I actually invented this. It's drink. Very, very, very mild. The cherry, though. Yeah, yeah. just a little hint. But, but I invented it for a Michigan uh, politician who I was helping to raise mm. money for, and we did this for a fundraiser for her. Uh, I put that okay. in. I could drink buckets of that. Yeah. yeah, and it's actually not that strong. I mean, yeah. it's really the only alcohol you really have in there is is the creme de cacao, and the cherry hearing is very. They're, mm. they're both liqueurs. So well, that's delicious. I could sit there after dinner. Just 
having those. Yes, they're very good. Is it with or did you do? Is that caffeinated or not? I believe this might be decaffeinated. I okay, think. Fine. I think. Yeah. Mm. Imagine if it caffeinated. Oh, yeah, but that'd be perfect. You get a little more bite. Yeah, 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 it's like a sort of uh, creamier espresso martini. It's delicious. It's like it's, yeah. Yeah, I know. Because I'm I'm not, I I like an espresso martini. There's a drink that they have in Italy called a shikerato, which is a coffee based alcoholic drink, which you just drink in bars. I usually ask for shikerato. And it looks a lot like this, but it's not nearly as sophisticated. But it has that kind of creamy coffee, shaky, you know, frothy thing going on, which is delicious. There's something about cold. Frothy coffee, isn't mm. it? No, it's really fun. Yeah. You can't. Uh, but you, the, yeah. actually, the, the, you want to watch Starbucks, don't think that. Right. When we were in uh, Venice, we go to we like to stay at the Gritty Palace, yeah. and they make. We all the, love to stay at the Gritty <laughs> Palace. Yeah, I know. Don't we all exactly? Yeah. But they make the world's best Irish coffee. Yes. Do they? Because what they do is it's just basically coffee with whiskey in there, mm. and then they put this frozen panna on top. Mm. It's exactly. It's almost like a nice. Oh my yeah. god! It's yeah. unbelievable yeah, how yeah. good it is. Yeah. And I was going to say, if you like, you say you like uh, espresso martinis. Yeah. I invented the other night. Night for a party because somebody asked me for they wanted a more Christmas Christmassy version. Into my espresso martini, I added a little bit of peppermint schnapps, and it's delicious, unbelievable. Really, you will not get is over it like how a sort good of after it is. eight? Yeah, it's, it's um, exactly. I love an after eight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> peppermint schnapps. Yeah. You see, but is your cocktail cabinet like that? Yes, yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> my wife says I'm a, I'm a booze hoarder. So. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah. now we know what to get you for Christmas then. So an obscure liqueur. <laughs> yes, exactly. Although I, good luck trying to find one I don't have. I would oh, dare say. Yes. <laughs> and also, actually, one more tip. Another thing I invented for this party because I got eggnog, really good eggnog, mm-hmm. and then got a bag of fresh cranberries, mm-hmm. put them into a blender, and with a little bit of salt. And had this cranberry eggnog that was out of this wow. world. What's in an eggnog? Eggnog's a lot of eggs, I think, and cream. And I, I don't it's make egg it white, myself. Isn't it? Yeah. It have, no, it's egg yolks. It's the whole egg. Oh, is eggnog a big thing here in the I states? Don't know. Eggnog I don't is. Know. We don't drink eggnog here. Oh, interesting. We drink quite a lot of mulled wine. Mulled wine. Oh, I do love mulled wine. Yeah, yeah. I love mulled wine. Well, you have to put actually. a brandy in that eggnog. Yes. Thing I just told you about. So a brandy in the eggnog. Yeah. Right. Or we don't have to, but better with. Delicious. Mm-hmm. One more question. My daughter has a really spicy palate and loves hot cocktails. What's, what's a good, yes. really spicy cocktail? Well, there's one in my book, actually, yeah. that Michelle Yeoh, uh, my good friend Michelle Yeoh and I came up with, which is called the, the Five Yolarm um, Fire. And it's it's a, basically, it's a very spicy margarita where we okay. um, muddle jalapenos mm. in the bottom. And then put, um, you know, like a cayenne pepper into the mix of the salt mix mm. that you put mm. on the rim. And there's a few other hot things mm. in there. So yeah. check that okay, out. Okay, I shall yeah, get your you book and I'll give it to her. Yes, yeah. that's a very good idea. She's quite into her cocktails. Yeah, though. no, I quite yeah. like yeah. a picante. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They're very good. Because you see, she's a crisp girl. Yes. Oh. I'm a cake girl, as you can probably tell. Oh. <laughs> um, so she likes everything salty and <laughs> salty and hot. And hot oh, so hot. you're savory, you're yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, very much That's so. why it, that's why the, the partnership works. So oh, well. <laughs> thank you so much, Paul. That was thank brilliant. You. Oh, thank my you. God, so and much a happy fun. Christmas. And thank you, you and thank you for coming. And we'll get the book. What's the book called? The book is called Cocktail Time, The Ultimate Guide to Grown-Up Fun. Brilliant. And here's your gin. Here's my gin, Arting Stalls, a brilliant it's London dry gin. such a beautiful bottle, and you could reuse that so Yeah. And you can fabulous. get it through uh, uh, Amazon or the Whiskey Exchange or Jerry's. I'm Jerry's. definitely going to go to Amazon to get that today. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so lovely. much. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks very much to the Royal Garden Hotel for hosting us and to their wonderful bar staff for the cocktails. If you want more from Paul Feig, there's an interview in Female this week. Click the link in the show notes to read it. 
As a bonus, there's also some videos of Paul showing Imogen and I some of his favourite cocktails and us drinking them and telling us the stories behind them. If this is the first episode of the podcast that you've heard and if you've enjoyed it, do take a look back at our previous episodes to hear interviews with Santa Montefiore, Lionel Shriver, Ben Fogel, Alex Kishishan, Paul Potts, Candice Bushnell and many more. Finally, if you enjoy listening to The Half Hour, why not visit mailplus.co.uk slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more. If you want to get in touch, you can tweet us at mailplus, me at Wag, or Imogen at ImogenEJ. You've been listening to The Female Half Hour with me, Sarah Vine. Thanks for listening. <laughs>